0: What would you like the power to
1: do? Mobile banking
0: requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America, NA member FDSE.
2: Today on What Chaos How $1 Million Could Change the NHL
0: Forever. The Jonas Brothers are in the news.
2: Connor versus Connor? Yeah, that
0: happened. Is our audio in sync? <laughs> Guess we're better than ESPN.
2: It's Wednesday. It's December 13th. It is post-Connor versus Connor. We live in a Jonas Brothers NHL. Welcome to What Chaos. Hello, Pete. Hello, David. What would you think about the Connor Bowl? Oh, my God. I loved it. Uh, it wasn't the most exciting game I've seen in my life. It was uh, still an exciting night in the NHL, though, so I'll at least take that.
0: Yeah, it, it did feel like kind of... Um... Uh, production, a event. It was on TV and everything. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Commercials though. It had commercials. It was not a commercial free presentation. I wouldn't have
2: it any other way. Um, (laughs) Do you want to kick off with Connor versus Connor? Do we want to fill in the world on what's happening in life?
0: Yeah, uh, there are a couple news items that came out of the NHL. Uh, Gary Bettman did the old media tour yesterday because he had some announcements, some changes to the NHL's all-star uh, skills competition this year, and I... Like them. Really? Yeah. So 12 players, the same 12 players will be competing uh, in the skills competition rather than having different players in each event. There'll be eight events, and in each of those events, you compete for points, and the player with the most points at the end of that sort of roundabout event schedule wins $1 million. I like that. Why don't you like it? I I don't care about skills competition.
2: It never interests me. The NHL All-Star game in general is not the most exciting thing. For me, that's typically where I take a breather from the NHL. Quite frankly, uh, if you say that there's a million dollars involved, yeah. I'll watch anything. <laughs> okay, like, fair even enough. if it's like even if you take like like Donald Trump and like just name the like Elon Musk like battling it out for a million dollars, like NHL people who All-Star already have squid billions game. of dollars, I'll
0: be like saying there's a million dollars at stake. I got to see this. And that's like, that's a lot of money for an NHL player. Like even for like Connor McDavid NBA did 500 K. Yeah. Yeah. So I I like it. It's going to actually have guys um, trying, which I think is important on all-star weekend. And I also think like, it's a, it's a nice way to get like the well-roundedness of a player, you know? Mm -hmm. And so, uh, you know, I think that it's, it's going to be good for entertainment, good for competition, and uh, yeah, I, I think it's a positive change. If you had to pick a guy to win, who would you pick? Just anybody who could win, like hardest shot, fastest skater, uh, one timer, accuracy passing. Tage Thompson, Jordan Bennington, Jordan Bennington. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. What that if Jordan would be, Bennington? That would is be the fastest if, skater in the NHL. It would what would the NHL, NHL if do if about it? In a I mean, goalies are great skaters, but like, what if Jordan Bennington is the best skater in the NHL? I think the All Star.
1: Like the skills competition would be a great time to uh, get, like, goalies out of their pads. Yeah, and like just to see, just for the hell of it.
0: I mean, they should do that as like um like a special sort of field. They should have like a field of four goalies, and the goalie yeah. that that wins. Yeah, because like what are you doing for a goalie? Why aren't they why don't they have the chance to win a million dollars?
2: You know what they should do? For a million dollars, they
1: should do a thing called
2: uh let's get McCrazy
0: and the goalies have to play with their pads
2: on
1: backwards. I think and you they, see you can really do it. They then. should they should put out like a million dollars, whatever, and and choose like four skaters and four goalies and go like like just shoot shootout skills challenge, whatever. But like It's for position. So either the skaters win or the goalies win because like the goalies always kind of half ass, especially when you do like the, the shootout challenge or whatever. And then they just kind of, they're like, they don't want to be that guy that ruins some dude's sweet shootout. So they don't try that hard. But if you put money on the line for the goalies and the goalies, will. I'll do you one better they should
2: replace the Stanley Cup with a million dollars. They should put a million dollars in the Stanley Cup. Make everything about a million dollars. Yes. So, like, you go to the NHL Awards, and you don't win the Norris Trophy. You win a million dollars. So, like, all right, and the best defenseman in the league for a million dollars is... Mm-hmm. That's, man, that's what I love. Like, a million dollars is never going to lose. Even with inflation... It's still cool it, as fuck. A million dollars is awesome. You know the Das Racist song, uh... Michael Jackson? Is that what it's called? I don't know. You know that song? Michael Jackson, a million dollars. You feel me? Holler. Michael Jackson, one million dollars. And, like, the the hook is just being, like, a million dollars. They're throwing shit out there. But a million dollars, hits so strong. Like, what if the Calder winner... Won a million dollars. It's more you're than their yearly salary. K, <laughs> yeah. And then you make a million dollars for being better than everybody.
0: That's else. why I hope that there's a uh, a rookie in the skills competition. They literally could exceed their yearly salary in that one event. Oh, that would rock.
1: You don't think they're gonna try and get Bedard in the skills competition? I mean, but so Bedard in the skills competition, I am absolutely watching. Yeah, I, I you're honestly- absolutely watching either way because you're a
2: hockey guy now. Yeah. Hockey guy now, <laughs> not to be. I've done my be, own version of Hockey
1: Guy forever, and it does not need to involve the <laughs> skills competition. Not to be that guy, but um, I would love to see Logan Cooley in the skills competition. I do genuinely think he has the best hands in his rookie class. Like, just not obviously his George shot. Costanza. Mm. I don't understand the reference. yes yeah, I feel guy. He's nah. a hand He's a model. model. He becomes. Oh yes, I, I do
2: get that reference. Yes. And you, do you know why he uh, unseats the top ranking hand model? No. I think it was because or i, I think I think the, I believe the top rated hand model uh loses his mind because he could never find love because his ha- he had the best hand in the world so the 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 way they phrase they' they're like. No woman could ever compare to that <laughs> hand. So the guy loses mind. Then George oh, yeah, becomes on, right. and then he like burns that. his hand off or yeah, something. Yeah, classic George Costanza. I uh, think the NHL is onto something with this million dollars thing.
0: I agree with you though that they should throw like a million bucks in the Stanley Cup or present a giant check as well as the Stanley oh. Cup. Imagine Gary Bettman with a giant check in front of. the Come Stanley get Cup. your giant <laughs> check and like <laughs> make escape. them choose. Yeah, you could have the Stanley Cup or. A million dollars. Let's see what Alex Bertrangelo chooses.
2: And every year the winner chooses a million dollars. So the Stanley Cup is a consolation prize.
1: <laughs> they they should make that for the cons might make it a million dollars. Because then you'd have fourth liners just going. I mean, Not that guys don't already try in the Stanley <laughs> Cup, but you'd have fourth liners going crazy.
2: But they'd also be going crazy during, like if you're trying to protect a one goal lead to win the Stanley Cup and you're a fourth liner and you're like, if I score two more goals, I got a <laughs> shot at a
1: million. Coach, <laughs> yeah. put me out there. Teams—they're like fighting on the bench and everything. Yeah, you're gonna have like a game one. Someone uh, a fourth line is gonna score a goal early, and they're gonna be like, "Oh shit, I got I got a chance now."
0: <laughs> uh, <sighs> a the other dollars. item of news is that uh, you alluded to it earlier. The Jonas Brothers will be playing not a like intermission show at the Stadium Series, but a pre-game concert. They're going to play a pregame concert. I don't know if that means a full-length concert, but they're playing a pregame concert before the Devils and Flyers game at MetLife Stadium. Is that not what Nickelback did at the Heritage Classic? I don't know.
2: I don't know I'll either. I championed what Nickelback did a lot, but I'll be very honest. <laughs> I don't know watch, it, it, I, watch it. It. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, hell yeah, Nickelback. I was excited up, about the idea, awesome. but I wasn't going to watch that shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, in general, the pregame concerts for, they do it for college football. They do it for the NFL. Ellie Goulding famously did it uh, in the NFL yep. and then got in a fight with Pete online. Four minutes
1: after
0: walking off
2: Pete stage. Pete looked better than Ellie Go- Like Pete looked like a grown up compared to Ellie Goulding. <laughs> and I was
0: like 22
2: at the <laughs> yeah, time. Yeah. <laughs> you were being an asshole and like right away you looked like a way better person than Ellie Golding. Um But in general, those are bad. Yeah. Like there'll be like, Hey, okay. It's time for like the Stanley cup. A million dollars is on the line. Check out Maggie Rogers, and I'm like, I don't want to watch Maggie Rogers right now.
0: I uh, I don't have any Jonas Brothers excitement either. Like I don't I don't have any sort of Jonas Brothers exposure. The only like Jonas Brothers music I've ever been excited about is when Nick Jonas broke off from the Jonas Brothers and had. A run where he had like one album. He had uh Levels, Levels jealous, uh Jealous, uh Chains, I think. Mm-hmm. He had a, a good, a good album. I think that was his first album after the Jonas Brothers. I'm not really sure, but you know, Nick Jonas had it for a little bit. I like He's that, also a short King. I like that Nick Jonas is he? Yeah, he's shorter than oh, me. Oh, he is a bit he's of like a five-four.
2: I, I liked though that uh Nick Jonas saw Sam Smith happen and he was like, We can get gospel choirs. <laughs> Let me get a gospel choir and like Nick Jonas, who I respect Nick Jonas so much. He is a musician who is thriving in this line of work. There is nothing other than him being handsome that suggests he should be in this line of work. Industry he's, plant? What's that? Industry plant? Maybe. Like he's not obviously like he's not the greatest singer. Uh, famously, he chunked it when he took a guitar solo on an awards show mm-hmm. one time. I actually am excited for this. Jonas Brothers performance I don't know if I'm going to watch it because as we said we don't watch these things I'll be watching it we just it. break them down here's why I would watch it though yeah. I mentioned Nick Jonas famously screwed up a guitar solo that I don't think he knew he was supposed to take during an award show one time uh, on the Grammys There, they had a horrible auto-tune mishap one time there's enough track record and there's enough tape of them fucking up these live performances that it would be perfect chaos and it would be perfect NHL for them to be like, and now here to sing their hit from ten months ago, Waffle House. Here are the Jonas Brothers. They come out, they do Waffle House, which is a fucking banger. I love that song
1: so much. I don't know. It. And they fuck it up. Do you know Waffle House? I do not. I just want like the. I'm not. I'm. I feel like there's a, a slight undertone of Jonas Brother disrespect here that I cannot tolerate. I don't. So like them. I don't
0: disrespect. Well, like, I, I I would say that they're certainly out kicking their coverage in terms of talent.
1: Well, I but uh, I, uh, anything that happened once they left Disney, I do not give a shit about. I don't give a shit about Nick or Joe's solo careers. I got not Nick. I guess who's the with sex with cake guy? That, is that Joe? Or is Joe, that like Cake by the Ocean? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah that's Joe. That song is fucking amazing. This is this is not so for much. the as Cricket said in the chat. I believe that the Jonas Brothers are for the un- younger demographic. Um, not really. They're for like our age because they like people our
0: age grew up. Uh, with the Jonas Brothers, I would say they're more for like my you grew up age. with the Jonas Brothers. Like people my like age grew up, I, up with the you're Jonas slagging Brothers. Flagging them, you grew up with these guys. I just I didn't I didn't Did you, I, you like hang out. I wasn't like a Disney Channel guy. I was a Nickelodeon guy. I was a Disney
1: Channel guy. I feel like they you are more the for like the mid twenty <laughs> the mid twenties crowd because like when they get if they get on stage and i hear the i'm hot i'm gonna lose my shit like that <laughs> that song goes crazy and what what's g- give me some jonas brothers songs from like the past seven years because i love waffle house i have nothing for you i don't I care don't know about anyone. any of the jonas brothers new stuff like i only want i'm only into the jonas brothers for their disney music there's like, one song that is so good and i'll pull them up on spotify but it won't be there because spotify
2: doesn't always just give you uh the relevant ones well, I, uh,
0: I will be like, it's giving me a Christmas song. I'm not looking this, uh, I will uh, be at that show, by the way, live boots on the ground. I'm going to the stadium series. I mean, so. I might
2: go now. <laughs> Would it be is, is leave before you something it's leave before you. It's a cut off on Spotify, by the way, uh, please, how are we doing?
0: Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know what our updated, uh, thing is after the libs. Attacked us. Yeah, we were a, attacked an an by Libs. An we're orchestrated we're, attack by the Libs. We're at 4.6 oh, stars. 4.6 now. with 250 ratings. So head to Spotify if you got a Spotify account. Give us five stars. Get that back up towards five stars. Uh, a lot of people did show out for us because at least we had you. about a hundred, a hundred new reviews. So shout out to the people. Thank you very much. But, yes, that's the update on uh, NHL going on with uh, All-Star Skills and Jonas Brothers Stadium We'll talk about Craig Berube a a little bit later in the show. He got fired, but we've got some other stuff to get
2: Yeah, that Waffle House, though, for real, amazing song. It's a Yacht Rock song, and I will take that all day. It's got some Michael McDonald flair to it. Waffle House, the restaurant?
1: It's called Waffle House. No, I'm just saying Waffle House, the restaurant. Oh, the I house. love a Waffle House. Box.
0: Are you
2: uh, waffle? If you can only have waffles, waffles. or pancakes waffles. the rest of your life, you're having waffles. Easy. Pancakes
1: for Easy. sure. Man, I I'm a pancakes guy. Unless but. it's unless it's blueberry pancakes, then that changes the, the game a little bit. Hell yeah. Well, you get any kind of pancakes you want. You just have to pick one. I mean, I still I still would prefer a waffle. I like the I like a little crispiness in there. Plus, okay. like if you wait long enough and it's saturated with syrup, it's basically a pancake mm. anyways. All right, well,
2: we had the uh, Connor versus Connor last night on ESPN. First time Bedard played against McDavid. ESPN liked to call it the Connorverse, that which wasn't was about it. very weird. Bedard scored early in the first period. The most annoyed I've ever been with Stu Skinner was last night. Why? Because after Bedard scored that goal, Skinner went, fuck! And I was like,
0: Everybody is allowing that goal. Where are you yeah, mad about?
2: Right. <laughs> that was the sick. That was one of the sickest goals. It was. I've that seen. was one of the
0: best goals of the year. And yeah. it's it was one of those moments where you watch it and you're like, "All right, this kid is a freak. He this already kid is psychotic." Like. He might be the only player in the league to get that shot. He already has a top five shot in the NHL. Well, I would, I mean, I think that's underselling. I think he has a top three, top two shot in the NHL.
2: He's fucking incredible, but the, that kind of is it for the Blackhawks in that game. Mm -hmm. Oilers win four, one. It is their eighth win in a row. They are now one point out of a playoff spot. They are right there. They're totally back. They're going to be in the playoffs by U.S. Christmas. Incredible. Uh, I feel like, and we all feel this way. In the Connor versus Connor, who stands out the most? The answer somehow ended
0: up being ESPN. (laughs) What do you mean, like in terms of like
2: we we tune in to watch Connor versus Connor. So excited. Watching my oil, man, like I've watched basically every Oilers and Sharks game this season. I'm sorry, Oilers and Blackhawks game yeah. this season anyway. But even before the game started, like they have Gary Bettman on the whole night, which was cool, but not very fruitful. And then they're doing all this converse imagery. There was stuff with the delay, the audio. Or the audio I
0: cannot believe is, that ESPN's audio year issue three? still exists. Year three of this with the NHL. Year three. I believe, right? Yeah. Yeah. Or year three, year two, year three. We're in year three. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, I can't believe it still exists. It's, I can, this specific issue I know goes at least back two years. It may be longer, but it, it legitimately kind of ruins your viewing experience because you're hearing what's happening before you see it. And it drives me crazy so
2: butchagross if you didn't see butchagross was doing the play-by-play and because the audio was coming through before the video he essentially tipped that a goal was being scored and just so distracting in espn's defense couldn't they have just like couldn't they be like no butchagross saw the oilers enter the offensive zone against the blackhawks and got like
0: really excited the first, but the first goal was Connor Bedard entering like and so he he like tipped the that goal yeah. nobody saw that goal coming the i think it was the first oil
2: it was the first or, or second Oilers goal that was like egregious mm-hmm. it was like 20 seconds before uh so that's annoying but uh the what did you think of like the converse
0: stuff did you think it was like forced i appre- i appreciate them like going for it and trying to make it different than a quote unquote normal broadcast but it they it didn't deliver <laughs> like they took a shot i thought it was some of the stuff was kind of cringeworthy with like the converse stuff converse uh, reeks of the mouse like, oh uh, there sure reeks yeah. of
1: disney marvel bullshit
0: yeah Great. i agree and none of it was like damn this is cool but i do appreciate that it felt a little different
2: i don't know who got the idea maybe it was just like living through the 90s that like everything needs to be animated
0: yeah, ESPN loves now. that shit.
2: ESPN does it big time with Monday Night Football and everything. But at least the
0: Monday Night Football thing, like it's it's so weird. There's think, a nod and a wink. Yeah, like it, it's it's like we're memeable, and they they make it intentionally bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that I don't mind. This the one that the stuff that they did last night for the Converse, it was it was not good.
2: I I also was like excited that uh, Gary was on for the whole night. I was like, all right, this is going to be golden. And he improved the panel. He didn't say anything. They didn't say anything to him. They did. The- there was a
0: moment though where the uh, Steve Levy asked PK Subban what he would do, mm-hmm. like off the cuff, wasn't in the script. You could tell because PK froze. Uh, he said, "What would you do if you were commissioner for a day? What would your first move be?" And sitting right in front of Gary Bettman says in his face. Uh I would bring back Ice Girls for all thirty-two teams, which I found very funny.
2: Yeah, like I, I thought it was such a stupid answer. Maybe but it was just <laughs> like being like uh more popcorn
0: or something. Or I, yeah, but I love that. Like good answer. Yeah. I uh I don't, like I it's I, not it's not fun if he's like I would uh like just make a small change to the way the game's played. Yeah, you're yeah, right. making something but, ridiculous. But you
2: could have said something like "offside's review has to go." Like, that, think of like what people complain about. But he was put on the spot. Whatever. That in general isn't uh, an amazing broadcast. So I wasn't expecting anything huge. I thought that we'd get at least like one or two talkers or nuggets or real bits of news from that. But oh well, we did get. Uh, and I texted you both as soon as this happened. I was like, "Did you hear what PK Subban just said, mm-hmm. Sean?"
0: We'll get it.
1: Galvanizing.
0: There it is. Galvanizing. <laughs> that's, now we have it forever. He dropped the big G. Yeah. And uh, I, it's it. That's basically become a dog whistle to me at this point. Where I was, I think I was folding clothes and just not paying attention. And as soon as I heard that, like my ears perked up and I looked at the TV. I was like, "What did I miss?"
2: I texted you guys. I was like, "Did you hear it?" And then I went to Twitter to tweet like, "Hey, PK said galvanizing," and I already had someone who a uh, uh, mention. Of somebody not replying to anything, just uh, you hear it? like tweeted at me like, it happened. <laughs> and I was like, that person is talking about galvanizing. Uh, my favorite part, though, and this is like a sincere point. My favorite part of the ESPN broadcast was in the first period, Leah Hextall, who does a really good job as uh, in the on-ice role, did a report about Luke Richardson and said this well but we saw Connor bedard take a look at the ipad late in the first period but he will not be doing that often head coach luke richardson has limited ipad time on his bench the reason being he does not want his players especially bedard getting in the habit of watching video too much he feels it disconnects him from the game the best teaching moments he
0: believes are from watching players on the ice
2: so i love that bedard who is like the baby of the nhl is given
0: limited screen time yeah, and like Sean. no
2: iPad time and like
0: I'm that's glad you so said parental. the baby of the NHL because I had this made. It's uh, a baby wearing a Blackhawks jersey <laughs> watching an iPad with snacks on the floor because that's Conor Bedard on the bench until Luca Richardson takes away his iPad.
2: I checked Twitter for the next like 20 minutes after that. I was like, did people not hear this? they like, we just had a report that was like the kid isn't
0: allowed to play with the iPad. <laughs> That is amazing. In the moment, I heard it in the moment, and I thought from a hockey perspective, it was interesting that Luke Richardson was like, all right, don't... Don't overwork the iPads. Don't overthink it. Don't get too in your head. So like I appreciated the the message there and I thought it was interesting. But then you sent the audio clip as a standalone after the fact. And I was like, wow, it really sounds like she's reporting on a four-year-old who is just watching the iPad way too much. And that hits very close to home because I live with my four-year-old nephew and he's on the iPad all goddamn day and that that report sounded like it literally applied you, to you do you do
2: the trick i do which is all you have to do is say the battery's dead yeah oh yeah and like that they're like i can't fucking do, say anything to that here well, you go I, I'm all done. my nephew is like fix it and so uh, i'm like yo know, it takes so long to charge we're talking until your mom comes home and then she has to deal with it (laughs) then it's charged Uh, according to penn state uh, along with actually altering the way a child's brain develops technology can also take up useful time that kids need to be spending doing hands-on learning and physical activity combined these two technological inhibitors prevent kids from fully developing and cause the cliche ipad kid problems so ducks worried that leo carlson is gonna hit a wall are the hawks Concerned that Connor Bedard is going to become an iPad kid. Load management versus
0: uh app management.
2: Yeah, versus like watching the screen time. Yeah. I like that Luke Richardson's doing that in general. I do think, though, that it is a kind of interesting conversation of like how much sh- should they be on iPads. And when I say they, I don't mean young players, I mean everybody. Yeah. In the NFL, I feel like it kind of makes more sense because you hey, have that time off. You're taking a break, you're not supposed to play a bunch of the game. Yeah. NHL
0: shifts are thirty-five to fifty seconds long. You're gonna get back out there. Plus, like before the the iPad uh, in the NFL, they would send out physical pictures, like binders of pictures that. from from the uh, the booth. So, like that was happening. It's just a uh, it's saving somebody a lot of time and effort by using the iPad on the sideline. I like iPads in sports. Just solely for the purpose of them being thrown on the bench or on the sidelines. Mm-hmm. We've seen it so many times on the NFL where they just throw the uh the sorry the Microsoft surface. I was gonna say, what are you talking about? <laughs> the Microsoft surface. That's the only reason anybody knows the Microsoft surface is because <laughs> they get abused on NFL sidelines. But I I mean Nathan McKinnon, and I remember or um uh, or uh, was it the Rangers? On the Rangers bench, I think Chris Kreider grabbed it out of a player's hand, the iPad, and slammed it on the bench. I loved that. Wow. incredible Wait, from stuff. his teammate? From his own teammate. So I like the idea if you get checked
2: into the boards, just like wh- when you're in there, take a look around. Like,
0: is the iPad nearby? It would be great to steal the iPad. We we talked about Jake Wallman hitting the gritty and uh, players wanting to do custom celebrations. I would love if a player scored a goal, went to the bench, got the iPad and then hit the opposing bench with the replay on a skate by. That would be incredible. That'd be good. That'd be good. Uh,
2: what do you use an iPad for? I was thinking when we were putting notes together for this and we were going to be talking about the iPad and its use in the NHL. What's its use in life? Because I have an iPad. I have iPad, one right here. But like, so, like, what are your main functions? So you use it as a laptop.
0: Essentially. It, it, basically, as a laptop and as like a less cumbersome uh, work device. And I don't mean what does one use an
2: iPad? I, I didn't mean
0: the royal you. I meant like,
1: what do you use it for? Sean, what do you use an iPad for? Oh, I don't. Not, I think iPads are a complete, like, for me personally, are a complete scam. Oh, I would rather like I have my phone. I have my laptop. What I don't I don't know what I need. So for.
0: this is going to sound this is like a brain disease, current day brain disease uh, thing. I I've been trying to limit my screen time on my iPhone for years. And as a result of that, I have bought a Apple Watch so that like when I when my phone buzzes in my pocket, I can just check the notification on my wrist without taking it out of my pocket and uh last year I also bought an iPad so that I could spend less time on my phone while watching hockey and the reason behind it or the reason why it does actually work is because I only put like productivity apps on my uh, on my iPad so I don't have like Instagram I don't have TikTok I don't have any of like the social media stuff outside of Twitter and it keeps it keeps me from like uh wandering And sort of uh, losing track of myself. Because when I'm on my phone and I pull out my phone to like check a text message or check a score or something, I'll be like, oh, I'll also do this while I'm on it. I'll also do this. And then I get sucked into 35 minutes of screen time that I didn't want. And so uh, I use the other devices to take me away from my phone. And it does kind of work. And I hate that that's like the solution is just adding more screens. You have far much
1: more willpower than I do. Like Mm -hmm. I would just pull out my phone and then I would be watching... TV and something on my laptop and then also on my phone.
2: So your iPad is your designated productive screen. It's my work device. Okay. Yeah, quote my unquote work device. Then so w-
0: Why not use a laptop? Because a laptop, you can like have everything. You it's have, too easy to get to Twitter. Y- yeah. It's I just, it. it's a lot easier to navigate uh, a laptop. And if I was going to like invest in a laptop, I think I would want more like to justify the purchase of a laptop. I feel like I would have to use it for more things so i
2: don't have twitter or instagram or anything on my ipad but i also don't have it on my pc at home and my pc is sounds more like how you use your ipad like i only use my pc to edit video and make things and that's it my ipad i use for streaming services and like that's, that's I, streaming service I have Amazon Prime on there, like those things or Prime Video, uh, Netflix, whatever. And then I use it as a second uh, TV or whatever. No, I use it if uh, I'm playing music and I need a cheat sheet. I have like a stand that goes on the the music stand and it holds it, and I can oh, put right, chords yeah, yeah. on there and stuff. But even that, that
0: I, I don't love to do that. Game changer though is you got to get the uh, the iPad stand with the keyboard that that changed changed my life See,
1: that's that's where i get confused because i'm like you just now have a touchscreen laptop
0: sure, that can do sure, but like I, like if i'm <laughs> if i'm taking notes uh like so i use it when i watch games uh and so like i'll take notes and i don't want to type on a fucking ipad like this is what, well, that's keep, what, that's this what i'm saying, what, saying but this just is what keeps me from yeah i guess but like again i would be able to use the laptop for more things so yeah I just use this to be able to type and take notes and and do productive stuff. Do
2: you think that if we gave our friends at the Blackhawks, like, a Christmas gift of, like, hey, hey, thank you for being so great with us. Uh, By the way, uh, we have some more Blackhawks content coming
0: probably today at some point. Anyway. Social media only. Follow us on uh, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, all those things. Yeah. uh,
2: But if, as a thank you, we got them iPads, like... (laughs) engraved like thank you use it use it to win the big game uh, do you think that luke richardson would be like we cannot accept these <laughs> yeah probably be like they're or engraved he'd be like uh what's the uh what's the parental settings on it this one already says vlasic on it what am i
0: gonna do give this to my sister you, you think now luke richardson like sets uh like parental parental settings so that like uh, Connor bedard can't i go do on. wonder
2: like if he doesn't trust he can't, like, crush on, on the there. bench <laughs> yeah
1: uh, honest question like what is a player using a lap or an iPad for? Watching film. But like, what are you learning from that in the moment? Yeah, Defensive you, schemes right, that you don't watch but that you don't already know. Yeah, But you aren't like. It might just
0: be to like review and and like a, uh validate an idea, like an idea or something, just yeah, to kind right. of clarify. Yeah, yeah. I think it's probably
2: what I'm talking about. The way their de- the defensemen do this? Yeah, you're like when and, you were and, here, and, if you had done this, yeah, the, right.
1: And I think hockey's that that, a fast sport, so like, what happened in the moment that I like. Yeah, miss, right. Like it ready. also depends yeah. on the
2: position, because if I am if if I'm like a left wing, my objective is to pretty much score goals, smash the defenseman through the boards, through the end boards on the forecheck. I'm watching the goalie when I'm sitting on the bench and like trying to figure out like that's the productive scouting and video that you can do is just like watch how the other forwards are doing against the goalie and yeah. what
1: looks the goalie's giving and shit. And like kind of like where your teammates might be at on the ice. If, yeah. Especially if you have a teammate being like, I didn't expect us to, to get like
0: 20 minutes out of iPad. It's a deep iPad <laughs> uh, conversation. <laughs>
2: But, all right, let's talk about the Western Conference and the implications that this game had. I think we all expected the Oilers to win last night against the Blackhawks. Hit my parlay. I didn't hit anything. I made a million bets on that game, and I lost them
0: all, I even though I was kind of right about everything. I would have hit every bet in that game, like s- solid parlays if Connor McDavid, Conor McDavid scored. scored. You heard me do my parlay yesterday on the on the show. Uh, I had dry saddle anytime score, Oilers puck line, and then in a different parlay, I had... McDavid, Bedard, and Oilers puck line. And that was like plus 800 or something. So I didn't think that McDavid would be the one to fuck me over. But here we are.
2: You know what I've been doing a bunch of bets on with the Oilers recently is uh, over one and a half first period goals. Solid. And it doesn't always hit, but like that's like a, that that's one I keep going back to. But uh, Oilers win their eighth game in a row. They are now... One point, I believe, uh, in the standings behind the Coyotes, and I think that by points per uh, per game, I believe they're in playoff position.
0: By so, the way, one of the teams that the Coyotes had a sick run on that made them the hottest team in hockey, is Stanley Cup champions. Yeah, that team, just, one of those teams, just fired their coach.
1: So okay, tell me where the Avs are in the standings. The Avs are a good team. That's, that's one of the teams they beat. Avs are a good team. Not well, I'm not going to deny that.
2: Not only does this sustain the run the Oilers on are on, and yes, the Oilers are they're uh, they're over 500 for the first time this season. That's 519. Crazy. Coyotes are at 500. So if the playoffs were to begin today, etc., uh, the Oilers would pretty much be in. So shouts to them. But with the Blackhawks' loss and yet another win by Mm -hmm. the San Jose Sharks. Another dramatic
0: win by the San Jose Sharks.
2: The Blackhawks are 30th, or I'm sorry, are 32nd, and the Sharks are up to 30th, even though they've played more games than the Ducks, but the Ducks, boy, how they have fallen. Yeah, I know. Uh, I did a lot of thinking about the Sharks after their win over the Jets last night.
0: And which is wild because that game ended at like two in the morning. <laughs> yeah. I told there. I
2: was told Sean when I got here, I was like, I couldn't sleep because of the Sharks last night. I was doing copious number crunching, okay, taking notes. So the Sharks are 30th in the NHL, but like with how they're playing, we're not a power rankings podcast because who has the time? We gotta talk about iPads. Like if you were to do a power rankings, like, where are they showing up? I like, mean, are, like, are the Sharks, like,
0: the, like, 12th best team in the NHL right now? I think they're, like, pretty close to the middle of the pack. And that's specifically because right now, they do not look at all like the team that started the season. We People forget at this point, like, a month ago, we were having the discussion, are the Sharks the worst team Ever. in NHL history?
2: Ever. Yeah.
0: They,
2: yet... They have 14 points in their last 10 games. Only four teams have more than that. The Sharks have played two of those four teams in this span. They beat the Islanders, and they took the Knights to a shootout. So the Sharks, for all intents and purposes, have been impenetrable of late. (laughs) They started 0-10-1. They lost their first 11 games. If they had just won three of those games, which I will give you, is very ambitious because only one of those eleven games was even a one goal game. They were getting their like they weren't. They were getting their ba- shit kicked. They were getting fucking smoked. They still have the worst goal differential in the NHL by a fucking mile. Well, that, because well of those back to back games that
0: doesn't surprise me because of those first eleven games in those back to back games, which was like thin- ten goals, <laughs> yeah, like minus thirty in those two games. Uh, but also because all of their wins since have been pretty close. Like they've been dramatic. They've been, you know, they make (laughs) adventures even when they win. But
2: if they had won, let's say three of those games Mm -hmm. that they lost in regulation, they wouldn't be in the playoffs, but they would be capital I, capital M in the mix. Mm -hmm. And they're not in the mix right now. They're still the 30th team in the NHL. But like if they had started even just really bad, they would be in the mix right now. And that brings me to this point. No team deserves the first overall pick more than the Sharks because they didn't start horrible
0: and say, fuck it, this is a disaster. That's what I said. They, yeah. Uh, uh, did we have this conversation like a day or two ago? No. I, well, I feel like we were talking about the Sharks, and I was like, they could have easily packed in this season. Oh. And and, and been like, We fucking suck. You could say it's over. Just show up, collect your check, and get through this year. And man, like, I would love for Connor Bedard to get another pal Mm -hmm. and, like, have if it's Celebrini who goes first overall. I'm on the Cole Eiserman to Chicago train. So that'll be like the two or three. Yeah. Gotta be. Get Max Celebrini to San Jose.
2: But assuming the Sharks run doesn't continue because they have a gauntlet coming up at Arizona which is easy but then at Vancouver, at LA home against the Oilers for Oil Shark 2.0. Can't wait for that. At Colorado and then home versus Detroit. That's 6 games. If you get 6 points out of that stretch, which I don't think is likely, I'm put I'm keeping them in on the mix or in the mix watch. But other than that, assuming this run ends at some point, I am really celebrating this Sharks team and hoping that the lottery gods are good to them. This this run is gonna end
0: pretty soon, but I I think that the implications of this run and the effects of this run aren't gonna go away. Like this this is this is a team that now knows that they they can fight, like they if they play hard, they're going to be in games and they're not the team that started the season which is just like, we don't stand a chance. This is going to be an awful year. Like they're going to, they're a bad team and they're, they're still without one of their better players. And Mm -hmm. it doesn't look like he's coming back anytime soon with Logan Couture. Like this team's in a tough spot. This is obviously a rebuilding year, but they're, they know that they can be a respectable rebuilding team. And I think that makes a difference.
2: I mean, we were talking about the Hawks yesterday. You were saying like, does it really matter if they win or lose games at this point? And I was making the argument that like, man, like the more date when you suck, the more good days you can... Like, one good day is worth a thousand good days when you're not having good days. Right, yeah. So, if the Sharks end up with first overall pick, second overall pick, third overall pick... They never had the first overall pick, by the way. The last time they picked top two was, I think, 1997. Pretty good. They got uh, Patrick Marlowe out of it. Mm -hmm. And they got Will Smith top five last year, so they're kind of used to picking high-ish. But if they get the first overall pick, second overall pick, third overall pick, and you bring that into a team that knows the coach, yep, we have the right coach for this, or at least we have a coach that we like. We have guys who can at least say we had a good month at some point. like that. I I think it's rare for a team that ends up picking super high to say it wasn't all so bad. And maybe if you put the Sharks on truth serum, they'd be like, What do we have to be happy about? We're still where we are in the standings, but it's such a better atmosphere to enter than a team that is losing every game.
0: And the the latter part of the year is probably going to be tough because they're going to be shipping off pieces and they could pick up another... Potential first-round pick uh, at the deadline. Mm. Um, you know, depends on, on who and what they're able to sell. Uh, they do have... Mackenzie Blackwood to the Oilers yes. for two first-round picks. They do have the uh, the Penguins' first-round pick this year from the oh. Eric Carlson trade. <laughs> and the Penguins are not very good either, although they did score a power they play goal last night. They finally scored a power play night. goal. Jeff Carter, two goals in the
1: year of our Lord 2023. Is that Unbelievable. Play the sound. Play the
2: sound. Play Subban.
1: Oh boy. Galvanizing <laughs> Yes. Uh, is that that Pittsburgh, because I feel like I was looking at it the other day. Is that Pittsburgh pick protected? Uh top 10 protected? No, I think it is it, actually. Yeah. Because I was looking at that. I could get the first next year. Go to Cap Friendly. Here. Here, oh, see, I, I'm, iPad,
0: on, iPad. I'm on Cap Friendly right now, and uh, the problem with the iPad, with your iPad is yeah. that
1: you can't hover
0: over. Um over the icon. Let me fleece this out right now. Uh my computer's first round pick, top ten protected. Yeah. They have the option to move the pick to 2025 unprotected. Uh, which knowing how old the penguins are, that pick may not be in any better (laughs) shape next year, (laughs) unprotected. So (laughs) they may just give it away this year, and even if it's top ten.
2: And wait, hold on a second. If uh the devils make if the Devils make, I'm I, like i not reading that essay, cap friendly, but I believe if the Devils make the conference finals, that
0: doesn't look good. <laughs> the get right, uh, the Sharks get their second round pick. I could still see the Devils turning it around though. So, uh, yeah, I, the I mean,
2: oh wait, but if they don't or something, again, I'm sorry. It's if they make the conference finals, to, they're probably
0: getting the first round pick. It's probably it's a condition. No, I say, well, okay, let's read this whole thing. <laughs> I'm reading that essay.
2: Conditional pick, trade on February 26, 2023. Conditions if NJD makes 2023 Scart's final and Meyer plays 50% of the games, uh blah, 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 blah. pick becomes uh oh the pick becomes a first round
0: pick. That's right, I just said, yeah.
2: All uh, right, so yeah. it converts, so it's
1: it's, it's baseline a is a second yeah. round pick. Well, yeah. you left out the or if they make next years Right, because it also. I got to read the Old Testament and the New Testament. Damn. The pick <laughs> it says, or if New Jersey Devils make the twenty twenty four Eastern Conference. That's that's what oh, this history. one coming up. Oh, okay. Yeah, so yeah, it was yeah. saying last year, yeah, which yeah. it didn't happen, obviously. Wow. Mm-hmm. You know
2: what I'm? You know what I've been making? I've been making uh, quite the collection of collectibles. That's right, baby. I'm talking about uh, bobbleheads. You got Ovechkin there, big old head on him, Sharky, galvanized, gritty. Sometimes when I'm mad, I. Uh, I whack this, and Pete says, DJ, you didn't need to hit the gritty, and I say, sorry, man. Uh, But we have all these lovely bobbleheads and collectibles thanks to FOCO, which is a lovely website where you can find all sorts of amazing collectibles. It's how we have chosen to dress our set, which Frank Vetrano, among others, have said, wow, what a great-looking set Look at all those cool things you got. Leon Dreisaitl, Austin Matthews. It really is pretty neat. And you could head to FOCO.com, and when you're ordering non-sale or pre-sale items, use promo code CHAOS. It's going to get you 10% off, and you are going to build quite the collection. So head over to FOCO.com. So yes, my I am officially rooting for the Sharks to win the first overall pick. I was rooting for the Ducks. To win the first overall pick last year didn't really work out. Thank God they didn't get the first overall pick because Connor Bedard would have played two games so far this season. <laughs> no iPad for
1: like He'd be <laughs> doing iPad all the time. No games. <laughs> that would actually have like. Do you think the NHL would have been like? Please fucking play Connor Bedard. If that's a great yeah, question. Yeah, that is a really good question. The would Duc- the NHL have
2: intervened on the Ducks?
1: Because like, no disrespect to Leo Carlson, but he's obviously not doesn't have the hype around him that Connor does. So the NHL would have been like. Because if 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 they had Oilers, yeah. And so, Ducks, I, I, so my and the my Ducks answer were like, is no. that they
0: probably would have. Uh, they probably would have sent a strong message for certain games. Yeah. Like, hey, you are not sitting bedard on against David. Or yeah. I bet they would even do it for like uh, when they sat Carlson against Fantilli. Hmm. I bet they would have been like, hey, don't do that.
1: I also wonder if ownership would have been like we want ticket sales. Yeah. Like the, I feel like ownership
2: would have probably stepped in at that Part point. of me was about to say uh, the NHL wouldn't do that. And then I was like, we they, say every day that they rigged this draft anyway. And, and they,
0: <laughs> we've talked about at length about uh, how they love to stick their nose into shit that they probably shouldn't. And it kind of gets in their own way. So uh, yeah, I I don't know. That's a good question. Is if they would have uh, if they would have treated load management Sound differently off. if it's Connor McDavid? Uh, we do have to talk about Craig Berube getting fired. The uh, St. Louis Blues fired him last night after a six to four loss to the Red Wings. It's their fourth loss in a row. Six loss in their past eight games. They are thirteen fourteen and one one point. Out of a wild card spot in the Western Conference, so that's what's that worth the noting. Most impressive like, thing to me, they're not dead, right, at all or close to it. I think that speaks to how bad the Western Conference is. Is that the Blues are not a good team? They're they're really not a good team, and they're one point out of a wild card.
2: Uh, it's, it's kind of a side conversation, but I was wondering last night when the Sharks get into the playoff mix, or like when the Oilers, whoever gets there first, uh, and teams that we expected or thought could be in it get in it. Who's dropping out? Like, is Arizona the definite? Is no. Nashville Louis, the definite?
0: Nashville. But
2: like, St. Louis isn't in it. Like, the teams that are in it right now, or does like somebody from the, uh, let me think, like the Jets eventually fall out and then one of those wild card Jets teams that Kyle are in the Central Connor. end up jumping up?
0: Yeah, Jets without Kyle Connor are in trouble, I think. Um, but the point is, the West is so not set. It's so up for grabs, but like that's a product of it being
1: severely mid, especially in the middle. We are a Western Conference podcast. So, watch your. The Edmonton Oilers are going to overtake the Arizona Coyotes playoff spot. Yeah. I feel that's not even like the Arizona Coyotes are not making the playoffs. Can we clip that, Sean? (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about. Sean's first
2: clip. None of us saying anything. It's just Sean being like doing like a Colin Cowherd thing, like, (laughs) and friends.
0: The Arizona Coyotes will be dead
2: in the hand of <laughs> I can't do a Colin
0: Calvert impression. Uh, Drew Bannister takes over as head coach of the St. Louis Blues. Uh, he's the coach of the Springfield Thunderbirds, their AHL affiliate, on an interim basis. So he is not uh, he has not been named the the head coach. Must point out l- the last time that the Blues fired their coach in season, they fired Mike Yo, hired that same Craig Berube. He coached them to a Stanley Cup title in the first season after taking over. We won't mention who they beat, but uh, my question to you is, you think the Blues have any chance of repeating that trend? Oh, that was Pete Blackburn voice. I tweeted that yeah. last night.
2: immediately As soon as I saw that, they fired Bruby I quote you with, God damn it, they're going to win. The, the fucking Blues are going to win the cup again, aren't they? I started researching who are like asshole bozo AHL goalies in the Blues system. Like, this is all
0: going to happen again. <laughs> no, the, the funniest part about that is that Jordan Binnington is having like his best season in in like a few years. And the I'm Blues not reading still, that essay. The Blues still can't overcome it. Like that's why. So that's why I'm I'm kind of stunned that the Blues fired Craig Baruby is because... They are a bad team with a good coach and a bad roster. Like, And their roster and its warts have existed for years at this point. So my question is, like, I'm wondering, what do the Blues think they are? And why do they think that Craig Berube can't get him there? I'm not saying that like, it's necessarily a bad idea. I'm sure that they've tried a bunch of things before firing Craig Berube, and we've seen um, you know, with several other teams already this year that firing the coach does provide a spark. Chris Knobloch, uh, the Oilers, famously the hottest right. team in hockey right now. Uh, even Dean Evison after he was fired in Minnesota, Minnesota has won five of seven. Right. So, like, it does kick a team in the ass. But with the with the those two examples, those are pretty good rosters that were underperforming. I think that the Blues are overperforming and they fired the coach.
2: I think some of their guys are overperforming and I think that the answer to that question is, is there a team that looks around the West Not and sees... Not all of their guys are overperforming. Okay. Right. Like Jordan having so a tough year. Th- that's what I was going to say. They're a team that looks around the West and sees that teams that have fired their coaches have improved. Mm-hmm. They've gotten that spark and in the case of the Oilers it made them what they were probably supposed to be anyway I agree with you that the Blues can't have that same thought about themselves because some of their guys are performing but Jordan Cairo has been dog shit and they need a spark that's going to hit their roster yes and get them some more wins but they need something that's going to not necessarily, I, I hate to say like get him going because his shooting percentage is like negative a bajillion. <laughs> Jordan Cairo has the same shooting percentage as like the Sharks have goal differential. He has the same it's,
0: shooting percentage as Tristan Jari. No, Tristan it, Jari's shooting percentage probably like 80%. a thousand. Yeah.
2: Probably. We might have an, an he might under his a nice, He might have
0: another one on, on net. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, so like the only way that this makes sense is if you if you feel like he lost the room. And otherwise, like I think that this isn't his fault. It's this team is very bad defensively. Uh, They have Nick Letty on the first line or the first pair in the year of our Lord 2023. I love Nick Letty, man. I loved Nick Letty ten years ago. Remember when the Islanders, the downfall of the Letty and Johnny Boychuk,
2: because. Good teams were spending too much money, and they were like, "We'll just take these motherfuckers for
0: free." The beginning of the end for the Blues was when uh, a couple of years ago, and maybe maybe it was last year, a year or two ago, they n- desperately needed defensive help at the at the trade deadline. They went out and traded for Nicoletti, who was already washed, and they were like, "This ought to fix it." He was horrible for them in the second half. And then they were like, okay, cool. We'll give them a three-year contract extension. <laughs> and I was like, that that to me is the bigger picture problem for the Blues is that they've seen these issues for several years at this point, and they've done almost nothing to fix it. And they've gone in the opposite direction. Like a couple of years ago, that team had an awesome forward group, super deep, super dynamic. And they were they were super exciting offensively. And they lost a bunch of those guys. And they've lost their offensive explosiveness and their defense has remained the same. I mean, that team, though, when you said beginning of the end, the beginning of the end was when Petrangelo left. Like You can make that argument, too. Like, I think there's been several beginning of the
2: <laughs> beginnings of the end. They've, I'm trying to think of, like, what's something that starts a bajillion times? It's like they have more beginnings than uh, beginning of the end than the movie Vice uh, directed by Adam McKay. Mm. Remember that? No. They have a fake. Uh, they have fake they, ends, there's yeah. a fake end credit scene, and then it starts over. Uh, or no, you know, the better one would be they have a better, uh, more beginning of the end than uh, the first Spider Verse movie. That's true. Yeah. Bang!
0: Fucking nailed, nailed it. it.
2: ESPN <laughs> executives are like, "Whoa! <laughs> gotta get this podcast."
0: Yeah. So uh, yeah, but but, but, despite like, but despite the firing of the coach, I don't see things turning
1: around for the Blues. Poor uh, Craig Berube. Do you I, think that there's any part of Armstrong that's like, "Fuck it, it worked last time." Like they, they're Maybe. near the playoffs. He's
2: thinking like our shit post
1: tweets. <laughs> I mean, this no, does, truly, I, I I think
2: this does though, feel
0: like a throwing up the arms and being like, well, I yeah.
2: guess Sean, I do
0: think that
1: they look at what happened with the Oilers in the wild and they're like, well, not even just that, but I mean them themselves, right. like they're last time they fired a coach. So like this works. Yeah. But last
0: time they fired the coach, they had a good roster and a bad coach. They had, this time they have a bad, co- a bad roster and a good coach. It's the opposite situation.
2: And last time they'd fired the coach, they had spent the offseason like building a Stanley Cup champion that was just not in like the Blues. Shout out 2019 Blues. Great for you. Like that. that's one of the worst, the worst, worst uh, Stanley Cup champion like teams in recent years mm-hmm. but still they had like you still the have stud to be a stud defenseman. Team, yeah. they had the two really good centers like they, they had goalie. Uh, like the goalie played okay they had the bones of a team that would win the Stanley Cup i don't think that they can so so i get why they would say like fuck like we shouldn't be a last place team we have to fire the coach when you don't have an amazing roster in your capital i capital m in the mix I don't think that it's necessarily the most fair thing to fire the coach, but as we saw with the Oilers, like it wasn't fucking fair to fire Woodcroft. They just felt they needed to do something.
0: Yeah, I mean that that happens a lot too. I, I'm just surprised that it that it happened here with this team. Like I'm surprised that Craig Berube was axed before
1: DJ Smith. How does DJ <laughs> Smith have a job? It's I bet you the Blues still wish they had Tage Thompson. Just saying. Ooh, I, dude, Actually, that's not true at all. Because no, if they it had it, so No, it fucking is. Would.
2: I thought about that the no, other day. No, because they traded know, you, him for I, O'Reilly. Exactly. Right, you won O'Reilly the cup because of him. You won letter. the cup? Yeah. No, but I thought I was like, there's definitely there are definitely Blues fans that are like, fuck. I wish we had Tage. Well, well I bet yeah, you they wish like, you they had trade, traded. You don't. You don't trade give somebody back. else. Well, yeah, because it
1: was between uh, the Sabers were asking for Tage or Cairo, I believe. That's what Bill Armstrong said because he was the assistant GM at the time. And I bet you they wish they had Tage still. Tage,
2: I know that I'm probably the third biggest Tage fan on this show, but Tage is the fucking greatest. Yep. And also, he just like we were watching him uh when they played the Bruins last week, he's just this moose,
1: but he's like like expressionless. When yeah. you escape back to the bench, <laughs> you're just like he honestly like from a play style perspective reminds me of Nikola Jokic at times because he's very unfazed by things and he also moves kind of slow but it just still works and you're like oh, uh oh he's just really good I guess he's you see got, what Jokic said last night <laughs> uh what he said canceled?
0: he said uh I guess something happened in the Nuggets game and he was like I'm just glad that this game wasn't played in Serbia like basically uh, insinuating that people would have been murdered.
1: I think he got a double tack and got ejected. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He did get ejected last night. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Wow. He well, he insinuated that there there would have been dead bodies. Well, I mean, his
1: brothers have tried to fight people in NBA yeah. arenas before. Yeah, 100 percent there would have been dead Which, bodies. I'm kind of for that. Like, no,
2: throw, there's some like the if you're gonna tie like if you're gonna talk about it, be, be about, about it. it, sort of thing, like. I don't. I don't have any reason to doubt. Oh, yeah,
0: right? <laughs> to doubt or challenge Nicole Jokic. Eastern Europeans, I'm not uh, not getting in that mix. I just watched Eastern Promises. By the way, I don't know if you've ever seen that. It's called Eastern Bound and Down. <laughs> yes, Eastern Promises with Viggo Mortensen. Oh, it's say a, no more. It's a good movie. Uh, there's also a naked uh, a naked fight scene, a la No Hard Feelings with Jennifer. Lawrence. Oh, it's nice. Viggo Mortensen straight up butt-ass naked cool fighting a couple a uh, couple gangsters in a sauna you still haven't seen saltburn have you no oh, i know i got to do i got to see it i think i'm going to watch the holdovers again uh next week
2: uh, we got a flight coming up i know by the way what mm-hmm. are we going to do for uh, are, do we uh put on main like where we are when yeah, we're doing so. it like yeah. should we post from it because
0: we don't we're not like we're not storing the stuff that we're going to get
2: um yeah
1: we are
0: uh, Restoring some it of probably it. over like yeah like three weeks a month, but like it'll start trickling out starting next week, right? People are gonna we, know. Yeah, like so okay, I don't they, think that we have to really kind of like keep it close to the vest. And they don't know what we're doing.
2: Also, worth noting. we don't know yeah. what we're
0: doing, which is cool. <laughs> yeah. uh, worth noting the uh, the Washington Capitals are moving. Uh, allegedly, uh, Ted Leonsis announced plans to move to. Northern Virginia. So that's like DC
2: Arlandria or
0: something. Alexandria.
2: Alex- well, th- that's one too. Uh is did they say where it is? Uh I didn't see I a bunch of the it's details. Alexandria. It is Alex.
1: It began with an A, so it's one of the two places you're so talking about. So it's
2: Arlandria <laughs> yeah. or
0: Washington Capitals move to it's good. It's good. It's not happening until 2028. Something like that. They're building a brand new uh, arena district in Northern Virginia. The Wizards also going with them. Um, Mm. The Leonsis made this announcement, an event
2: in Alexandria, Mm -hmm. but let's see. Maybe that's just where they're going to announce it. Uh, Referring. This is the exact process. He compared it to Amazon. I'm not reading that essay. So... (laughs) Let's see. It's a uh, big episode for DJ not reading essays. Potomac Yard, and that is in Potomac? Alexandria. Okay, they do play the Capitals routinely play Arlandria uh, at their games, and
0: the Capitals have probably the best in arena DJ mm-hmm. in the in the whole show. So my my question here is, uh, you know, I don't I don't particularly care whatever, but like I my do. question I'm is, reading that essay, did the Capitals have to rebrand? Yes, if they move. Yes. They're,
1: they're no, they don't. Yes, they're, both, they do. they're both not in Washington
0: and, it, and not in a in a
1: capital. The Jets and Giants are New Jersey teams. The Capitals are a Virginia in- team so it's The, the like,
0: Capitals' I, entire identity like, it's different from the Giants. The Capitals' entire identity yeah. is based around being in Washington D.C. Yes, that that's fair,
2: but it, it it just all depends on if you're willing to uh, suspend belief the way that you do for the Jets and Giants, you have to for the Capitals because it's the same thing. Like, Hey, it's a really tight, like hustle and busting city. And obviously uh, DC is more of like a real place than New York city is.
1: Well, it's like, you can't, you can't throw like a giant stadium in the middle of yeah, New I York mean, city. Football, football is, it gets a little longer of a leash, I feel like, but
0: yeah, yeah you I, can't throw I a think- giant stadium. Like, and like the Giants isn't tied to New York. The capitals. I mean, is Alexandria at least the capital is, of Northern Virginia or Virginia, they, or whatever they were, it is?
1: They were named the Giants after the the New York baseball Giants, so it, it is tied in that sense. But my thing is, like, if I'm a DC resident, I'm like, "Fuck you guys! You don't get the you know you're not one of us now."
0: But here, so Chat says it's only eight miles so down the road. I was
2: just about to say what doesn't necessarily confuse people because if they sat to think about it, they would understand this. This isn't rocket scientists. The fact that DC is, like, we act like it's, like, another state. Yeah. And you're like, what?
0: You're making a face. No, I'm, I'm waiting to hear yeah. your point. Like, I understand that they're close in proximity.
2: Right, like, but like I didn't know like, that it was that oh, like, close, You're though. playing in, like, an entirely different thing. Like, you're
1: playing the next town over. Also, basically. don't the commies play in Virginia, technically? Like, they don't play in DC proper. I don't think. Uh, good question. I'm pretty sure their stadium is technically in there, but again, or in, in, I think it might be Arlington actually, but again, it's football. Here's a
2: better question. What is with, uh, Northern Virginia in their a towns?
0: (laughs) I don't know. I do know Arlington, um, Arlandria, Alexandria. A couple of years ago when, uh, I think the Capitals were one of the first teams to do, um, like personalized goal songs and uh tj oshi did um uh country roads and uh so like there's a virginia tie to the capitals no there isn't isn't it, that's uh, west it's, virginia it's, it's west virginia which was yeah but it's a, it's a, a virginia, virginia tie it's one of the it's, Virginias. it's one of the virginias also uh the the that song is not about west virginia it's about the western part of virginia i think i've heard that before. yeah it's you ever see that famous meme meme of the asian guy who is like uh, uh it starts off with uh drunk thoughts or or whatever drunk words or sober thoughts or something and it's him like absolutely hammered being like fun fact this song is oh, yeah, not about yeah. like that that meme uh yeah that's how i learned that so it's about the western part of virginia not west virginia that's
2: how you learn everything from uh
0: tiktoks on the Instagram. internet yeah
2: uh fantastic okay uh what games do we have coming up tonight the boston bruins play for the first time
0: in 100 years that is true uh there are a couple good games tonight uh let me see we've got it on our ticker here we have pittsburgh at montreal at not interested no thank you buffalo sabers at colorado avalanche i'm in on that one that's a good one
2: i'm gonna watch that
1: ducks at devs is uh leo carlson gonna play question mark is Rob Roy in tonight? Oh, I would have to. He was in that Rob night. Ray. He's Rob Roy. Rob Roy, sorry. Uh, <laughs> uh, Patrick
2: Waugh. Uh, you know, <laughs> sometimes Waugh. you will see a player leave a game, yeah, come true. back, and then they're he out for the like three game. weeks. I feel like the only yeah.
1: way that he is out is if A, he has like a concussion, which I guess is possible, but the puck wasn't that hard. It was just mm. close. Or if MSG is like, you look too ugly to be on TV right
2: So like, I think it would be an aesthetic thing. Yeah. Uh, okay, uh, check. I, it'll probably be today. We've been doing a uh, pro shop series we're gonna go to pro shops we've already got a couple of these in the can but we go to a pro shop and uh should we say what it's about or just say there's pro shop content
0: uh the pro shop yeah we can we can give a, a rundown so we're doing a series called pro shop wars in which we set a budget and we hit pro shops around the country and try to come away with the best haul. While staying under that budget that we set for ourselves, so, and like, so we reveal what's in our bag, mm-hmm. and whoever has the coolest items in their haul wins, and that'll be up for you to decide. Go to the comments, sound off, give us five stars, all that good stuff, and suggest pro shops to us because
2: yeah. when we go to anything, if even if we're not doing hockey stuff, if Pete and I are in a different town, we're like, let's find a pro shop.
0: Yeah, uh, and, and like the you, I don't know if everybody knows this, but like the pro shops. There are different strengths of pro shops. Oh, yeah. There are really good pro shops in the NHL, and there are some not so good pro shops. I'm not going to name names, but some of those pro shops are located in the concourse of the arena, perhaps an arena called Mullet Arena. Yeah,
1: no, I'm not going to, I'm not defending anybody here. It's there, like there, that's there, a, the recession really? stand they're, is literally bigger than the pro shop. It literally is like a corner by the stairs. It is, mm-hmm. it gives big, like mall kiosk vibes. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's awful. But also, Which I think is it would be so, hilarious.
0: so devastating because the Coyotes have some of the best branding. And they are super into doing like collabs, like cool like streetwear mm-hmm. collabs. Um, you, who's the guy's name that they kind of work with all the time? Um, he's like a big... Uh, oh,
1: man. PSNX he's like, like big on the like scene. Yeah. Uh, oh, God.
0: They always work with him. But like if they had a pro shop, they would have so many cool like corners where they like this collab, this collab. Like they love streetwear. So, mm. uh once the guy get a permanent home, that pro shop is going to go crazy. Luigi Villasenor. That's a yeah. sick name. Uh,
2: we're, we're also trying to... We haven't gotten this segment sponsored yet because we haven't put it out yet. Mm-hmm. So it needs to do well. And then ideally, we're hoping a credit card or Venmo or somebody will sponsor it. And then we can increase the budget. But the first couple episodes are really fun because we have to work within a budget where uh, in this one, we don't show each other what we're getting until the very end. And it's a lot of fun. So check- Also,
0: if you're just like a really rich person and you want to uh, sponsor this series, you can do that, too. Like if you're a rich listener, let us know and we'll, we'll get you gifts from the pro shop. And that'll be you give us like a million dollars and oh a million dollars dollars. just give
2: us a million dollars and we'll get you a hat that would be terrific we do we have a pro shop coming up uh for this trip that we're doing this weekend and i will not like i'll go there i'll say it i'm not expecting much from this pro shop me either like Whoa. I would love to be pleasantly surprised, and it's not a knock on this team or this organization. Here, here's or anything. the
0: thing: the pro shop could be awesome. There's still a good chance that I'm not going to want to buy anything in that pro shop.
1: I know I'm going to because, as I've discussed with you guys, I love one of this particular team's jerseys very much. That's right, that you guys. I think so that's a have little different tip and teaser
0: for you guys. Is Ooh. branding that I hate? Guess um. who? Yeah, it's.
1: <laughs> I don't know how. Badly, we want to drag this. <laughs> you know, uh, well, I mean, I, the I will praise it. They they have one of my favorite jerseys in all of hockey. Um, okay. So they have most of I my least about, favorite my jerseys in
0: hockey. I think less of you for
1: that. But they have most of my least favorite jerseys yeah, right. in hockey. Um, that, too, that's also true for me.
0: So yeah, so I'm I'm mostly excited to launch this series just so that I can start using and wearing some of the stuff that we've already gotten. I know, we've dude. Hit, we've hit several pro shops and we haven't been able to wear or display any of the stuff that we've gotten because we don't want to uh, spoil the reveal of like what what ends up in our bag. So
2: there's something uh, right over there that is like one of my favorite things I own in life. I'm looking at another thing that is one of my favorite things I own like my top earthly possessions i have to
0: fucking hide from the world so keep an eye out for that the pro shop war series will uh will hit uh instagram tiktok twitter uh today so this afternoon i think we'll, yeah. we'll put it out today so yeah uh check us out hit us up subscribe spike, everywhere spike that uh, spotify rating hit us up on uh on apple podcasts send us to the top of the charts comment the funny stuff boys whatever you want to do But thanks for listening. It's another episode of What Chaos. Love you. Bye.